Yeah, buddy, it's your boy here to tie so once again, man. So yeah, man, just been working really, really hard trying to figure out the structure of the course. So always just trying to take those on first steps. So it's funny, I've been I've working hard taking this um taking you know some courses myself on trying to figure out how to make courses. And um, you know, I'm in the Build Your Future Challenge. You know, um, Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi's program and now I'm just a little bit more confused about who I'm trying to market it to um, than what I was before. Um, it's basically just this, basically just what I got so far. Is that when it comes to EE moving sound tools, is basically it's just an extension of EE self approval force field, where that's going to be part of it. But the main thing is this: is that um, I'm trying to. But um, look, I am helping um, adults who overcame childhood physical or emotional health problems, who want to solve global disasters, who want to stir vent, you know, basically learn the art of self-reliance, you know, so that they can, so they can, um, so they don't give up on their dreams when they hear negative criticism and self-talk. Basically, what I mean by that is this: is that. All right, is that, you know, I'm trying to relate because the concept that was was taught is like make this for the person that you, uh, make this for the person you were like two years ago or something like that. But the overall like concept is this, is that, you know, overall I want to make Waxay now um, just like how Uber changed the industry when it came to picking up like the sharing economies, like Uber, you know, Made it so individuals can have basically have their own taxi service. So completely overrun, you know, there's just no taxis. Airbnb gave the common man the ability to have their whole hotel service. So basically overran, you know, hotels. We're trying to do the same thing with Walkstay now, where it's gonna give the individual the power to solve global disasters and be able to overrun like the traditional thing that we have now. We have like these big giant organizations and that basically try to come up with all the ideas and the um programs you know to solve something you know what i mean um like for example even even though even though i'm trying to as an organization i'm trying to um you know reverse the anger and um be more positive and work with is it's like the cdc you know how the cdc you know has the basic monopoly right now when it comes to whatever the biggest name when it comes to dealing with pandemics and things you know i want to give the individual the ability to help and solve those problems, man, because we put it too much in people's hands, especially with the uh, way that the market is right now with the stir industry, is that you got these big giant organizations who feel overwhelming pressure to feel like they know everything, and that does more harm than good, so that's why I want to have the individual come over and be able to do more things, who are able just to say, listen, I'm trying to do this, I don't have all the answers, but I can try to do something, which is Go a lot, a lot, um, go a lot longer and uh, a lot further to be able to figure some things out. So, yes, yeah, so I'm still going to work hard. I'm still going to try to get this um, course going. I'm just going to just basically the thing with the course is that I'm going to have the pre-order price, and just, I'm just going to just finish as much as I can before then. Whatever I have done, I'm going to upload and talk about, and then just try to start selling it. So, let's see what that's all about. Yeah, so just overall concept is that I want I want that I want 
serving to be the sharing economy for solving global disasters, man. So the first part to do that is that I got to find something that, you know, people can solve. Like, I don't know. It's still still a little fuzzy, but the best thing I can do is um, is that I'm trying to have people do the first steps is before you, you can handle problems this big as hard as global disasters, you got to, of course, have the right mindset in the way that you think. So that's why I'm trying to help people come up with the first steps of solving you know, global disasters. At least focus on the first step and um, be able to be able to survive the Christmas self-talk. Basically, it's, you know, it's this it's self-approval. Like, what I believe is my, my overall philosophy when it comes to South Korea is that everything in life should be an enhancement, okay? But the biggest, everything should be an enhancement. Like, you should be able, every technique that you learn should just be a multiplier for what you already know, not a replacement. Like, the regular example, you know, is my biggest pet peeve when it comes to calculators, calculators is that you have people out here who really cannot do any of the simplest math they can't even like divide a number by 10 and get the number without having a calculator they have to go grab a calculator once it gets to that point where you basically have no skills to be able to do anything on your own you basically are dependent on the machine so it's like as soon as you lose a calculator you lose like you have no ability to survive without it and do math you know that's kind of like how i do now that's how i call replacement enhancement is your ability like, you know, to do complex math problems, but you use a calculator to check, first of all, check your math problems and be able to do it faster. So that's what it's all about, man. That's what I'm trying to do. And um, that's been like the biggest situation where you should have, you got to have an enhancement, no question, no argument, is that you can't allow other people to um, dictate your self-esteem. You can't, you can't, um, have probably have the only reason you can approve of yourself the only reason that you can feel good about yourself is that everybody else in the world like you that means you're dependent on other people okay you have to be able to at least like you and then other people who see that you like you and also like you for you come through and then you can use that as an enhancement but you have to like yourself so that's what this whole thing is basically about and i just choose and i'm trying to market it to people adults who had childhood um physical emotional health problems because you know I've, I've been through that you know when I was like I said before you know growing up with my health problems being a premature um, baby more two months early I had you know those three main problems dealing with you know um, motor skills dealing with the stutter but the main thing was that clinical chronic constipation I didn't even go to the bathroom with myself that was extremely extremely embarrassing you know and smelling like boo-boo you know, all the time. And that's really, really was extremely embarrassing. But I had to overcome it. It was that moment when I was five years old and I went to the bathroom with myself and there was a radiator. And, uh, um, and basically everybody was smelling, living around smelling. It's like, what's that smell? What's that smell? And I'm going to point to the radiator trying to say, no, it wasn't me. It was the radiator just lying. You know, it, it was just at that moment in time that it just had me feeling that uh, I just felt completely powerless, you know what I mean? Like, at that moment, I realized that what what the other kids said goes. Like, if, if they were if they accepted me and they were happy with the situation, accepted my lie, I would have felt great about myself. If they would have been um, upset and saw through my deception and just got me with, um, um, with, um, 
by pushing me away and um, not approving of me and rejecting me, I would have felt horrible about myself. I put all of the power to be able to control my mood and my happiness in that moment in the hands of other people. And it felt absolutely horrible and I felt powerless. You know what I mean? And it just was the first step of getting through that was just asking myself the question, you know, what do I like? What do I like about myself? You know, what's something about me that I like? Because I got to figure out, I can't depend on somebody else. How can I become a person where I can at least like myself? And I realized, you know what? What I like about me is that I'm able to, you know, solve my own problems. I wrote my health problems. I worked hard and I was able to, um, you know, at least have a plan together and say, you know what? Let me, instead of going through, what I do like about myself is that I can complete and I'm focused on my own health problems. So let me focus my attention on that. And that helped finally change the course of, you know, of my, um, of my life. You know, instead of me worrying about what everybody else thinks, I'm just worrying about, listen, I'm just trying to get my um, problems, you know, taken care of. And then ironically, that actually helped me, my change in mood actually helped bring people into my life. And then the crazy thing what happened was, even though I still smell bad, I had these health problems, people wanted to hang out around me because I had some positivity in my life. I had some positive attributes and the positive ways that I did things. And that my mindset was positive, so it brought people around me. Want to be around me, so that's basically um, you know the main thing, and this is over. I saw over the years is that what kind of led up to me transitioning from that in global disasters is just like the bigger the problem that I'm able to solve, you know, it just helps. It just helps me to to keep like the just just to, to stay on path, just to stay stay on path because um, this because this what happens when you. Um, actually solve your physical, emotional problem, health, health problems. Now you in a situation where you wonder what's next. Now, now you know after you know I, all my health problems are basically at a imaginable level by the time I was 13. And then the question is like, okay, now it's just like you know now now what? Where it got to the point where I would like I had because what happened was what kept me kept me focused was that, okay, I had these problems that I had to overcome, so I just put all my attention into that. Once they got solved to a manageable level, I no longer had that focus. Now, I'm back in the world trying to figure out, you know, okay, how can I um, approve, of, approve myself? Like, yeah, I did it. Solved the health problems, but what's, but what's next? And I really didn't have an answer for that. Um, luckily, you know, I went through and I had a, um, a bunch of hobbies, but it... <sighs> Like, um, anytime you've got to be some, some great places, that's where, you know, um, I've been writing since I was little, but, you know, took more time with writing, uh, did some things like when it came to, you know, and one street ball, you know, uh, telling your mama jokes with eventually evolved into beatboxing, but it just was that situation where, where, it, where it definitely, it definitely, it definitely helped having these, um, hobbies definitely helped where it made me realize, you know, I have control of my life and I can, uh, um, do more things, but I kind of snapped. Like I felt super uncomfortable, like not being the smelly kid. Like here I am, I don't smell bad anymore. We're after puberty, and I'm getting like all this attention from girls, all these um new people coming along, and I just couldn't handle it to the point where I would do two main things to self-sabotage myself. I would um, 
mess up my hygiene, like subconsciously just like, like stop, like don't shower as much as I would. Like not because I hate, cause I, I, I love trying to be clean and things like that, but I would just do that. And also I would just have my beard um, just grown out all the way. That's kind of like the reason why I kind of hate growing up my beard today. Cause it just kind of reminds me of just me just, just trying to do everything I could to to be like the the smelly kid because it because it kind of just gave me like the, that 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 feeling of okay and I got my health problems but you know what it, it didn't work it was hollow at that point you know what I mean like 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 when I was a kid these were like legit problems and now I'm just trying to make up problems that I could just saw how the same feeling but wasn't the same so I was kind of lost you know I figured out what exactly I wanted to do and um even though I had a whole bunch of different types of um, hobbies and stuff, I was trying to just figure that out. And then when I turned 19, I was trying to go on the path to try to figure out what exactly it is I wanted to do with my life. I knew I had to figure out something. It took a, a long time, but one thing that um, one thing that truly happened that um, changed my life was uh, I like during college, like late 2011, had a real good friend of mine who taught me the basics of learning like astrophysics and uh, and you know how the solar system worked and gave me recommendations like the names like Stephen Hawking's names I never really heard, heard before and I went back and started learning on my own about astrophysics and things and just realized I got really into the science of global disasters okay and uh, ran to the situation like everybody else do once you start learning about global disasters you get really really nervous and you just feel like your whole world. You realize how how mortal the the world is. But you know, it was even though I was starting to get, I was like learning about you know hurricanes, volcanoes, and stuff. But it was one thing that I just saw that was just gave me at least a sigh of relief. I said, you know what? Uh, like black holes, we don't have to worry about a black hole because black holes are, are are stagnant; they don't move. So I was feeling good about that until I started studying black holes and realized that black there's something called a traveling black hole. So it just made me realize that, man, even if we um, meet the trying black hole, so it's like there's a, there's a situation that you might have a disaster where a black hole will come through. And it was, I saw nothing that we had even close at the time that if we experience like a traveling black hole that we'll be able to survive. So you just feel like completely powerless. But the thing about it was that once I realized that, it kind of brought me, it brought me um, way back until that feeling I had when I was a kid, feeling powerless when it came to my, um, my health problems. And it was around the time of the Mayan, of the situation with the Mayan scare of, of 2012, where people thought, you know, where they said like the ancient Mayans predicted that in, um, in 2012, that the world was gonna end. And um, I remember just being, uh, it's in school, like, you know, a year later in 2012, and just realized and just, Remember being on campus, just looked around, and I just, I just thought about, okay, people say the world's going to end. Everybody think they're crazy, of course, but I was just thinking, like, I have something called, like, you know, traveling black holes exist, and then I was like, what if, what if, like, in a five thousand years, let's say, if nobody really communicated this well, they said, what if say, people say a traveling hole exists? Then I went and then I um, went through the process and, and, and thought that you know, it would um, be like a similar situation that we have now. Um, because I um, went through like a traveling black hole, but actually I went a little bit lower. I was like, you know what? 
something that all science agree on is that eventually the sun was um, going to run out of fuel and eventually, um, you know, explode, turn to a, a red giant. And I was thinking, like, you know what? It'll be so easy for the minds to be right about the end of the world once all the stuff I've been learning about global disasters. And um, I was just thinking, like, man, um, what if in 5,000 years we don't communicate this? We just don't communicate the science. We just say eventually, the you know, the, the sun's going to explode and stuff like that. Now, this goes, like, generation after generation because the first thing to lose after generation after generation, if you don't do it right, is the details. That's why, you know, it's the details. And if you keep losing details, keep losing details. I thought about it. In 5,000 years, if we don't really, really do a good job explaining um, how the how, how the sun works and how the sun's going to um, run out of fuel and things like that. Um, in 5,000 years, the whole science of the sun and run out of fuel and exploding, it could turn into the world's going to end. The simplest, while the, while the details taken out, it'll just simply be the world's going to end. Exactly what we have right now with the Mayans. And I just it's completely like changed my own perspective. So I was like, you know what? It might it might be possible for the world to be in. That did what a lot of people do when they learn this is get extremely, extremely scared, terrified. I was to the point where I was just nervous all the time. Um, once I graduated, it wasn't really super, super motivating. And um, I just remember like the day right before uh, 2013, like December 31st, I was just going to bed, trembling, and just couldn't even go to sleep. And let me go fast. Let me go before that. Is that once once I learned this thing, uh, when I learned the thing about maybe the minds might be right, the first thing I started to do was cursing all the ancestors. I'm like, man, how come somebody else couldn't couldn't do that? How come somebody else couldn't you know care about us and save us? Or you know what I mean? And I was just playing all my emotion. In somebody else's hands but it just brought back all that feelings of powerlessness that i felt like back in the day when you had the global um back in the day when i had the health problems so that's that so going back to right before 2013 i was extremely sad trembling and almost almost cried myself to sleep um but and, I, and the thing was, I did that. I was suffering completely alone because I was so embarrassed of the fact that I was even studying the art of global disasters. Because I grew up around the time I grew up was you know, I it was that it was around all the scares. Like you know, like especially the biggest one was like the like the 2000 scare where people thought, oh, when it turns 2000, all the computers are going to crash and global backups going to be all these things. And then when nothing happened, I just remember you know, just making fun of all the people who you know gave up all their worldly possessions because they thought it was going to be a disaster that didn't happen. And I just always, like, thought of them as being, like, the tinfoil hat people. So I just felt like a tinfoil hat person and just felt completely, completely horrible. So that's what was basically how I felt. And I had to find some way to improve on that. So when I woke up, and luckily the world didn't end on January 1st, 2013 but while I was sitting there laying in bed after I woke up I promised myself I would never feel like that again because it, it maybe it brought me back to that that time in my life where I felt really helpless because of my health problems in addition to feeling like you know the world's going to end it was the worst one of the worst feelings of fear hopelessness power, feeling powerless I ever felt in my life but then you know you know something you know amazing happened I got up and 
was going through and was what I've been trying to figure out, you know, okay, how can I stop, you know, um, uh, global disasters? And, you know, and it's going through, doing different things. And uh, start, 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 I can't remember exactly what was the very first um, disaster that I was able to go through. I really, really brought this um, in motion. Um, I want to say... Um, I don't know. I want to say like energy. Maybe it was energy. I really can't remember. It definitely wasn't stopping the world. It definitely wasn't stopping the sun from um, exploding. That definitely wasn't. I can't just say recently when I was able to figure out how the uh, science of moving the sun. <sighs> I mean, if I had to guess, I would say maybe oh was it maybe earthquakes man what was the very first that's that's the key part of the story what was the very first um oh yeah asteroids 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 have to be asteroids have to be asteroids um okay okay so basically what happened in 2013 was you know i just went through and uh I guess it was the concept of I was went through and I was studying and maybe it was the law of downfall or no, it was a logarithm circle it was the very, very first one. Was it the con it was the concept of when I was learning some things, I was studying and learning about electromagnetism. I just fell in love with the concept of um, up theory of electromagnetism is when you have a wire with electricity through it, you cannot separate. Uh, you, whenever you have a you know, electricity going through a wire, you always have a magnetic field. So you always have both an electric field and magnetic field, which they call you know electromagnetism. So hold on, wait a second. It's car to go fast. So so it asks the question like. You know, when you have a um, wire going through, we have electricity going through a wire. Is it? Are you really producing like an electric current? Or are you producing like a magnetic current? You know, the answer is both. And the thing about it was, it had like a little picture in my in my book, Physics Cartoon Guide to Physics, and it was the question when it had, when you have a magnet going through space, it has an electric field and a magnetic field. So it raises the question like. When you have a magnet, is it an electric stick or a magnetic stick? The reason is that it's both. But uh, the thing is that you decide. Einstein's theory of relativity is that you decide. Yeah, so, um, so you decide. And that's basically I was trying to figure out what exactly else can um, has that relationship of being no relative. And I just remember... Um, going through and always, always, um, I remember like this, um, I remember having the math book and they had like this principle where at the very beginning was logic, you know, math, you know, you got your, um, you know, you got your angles and things like that, your algebra equations and things like that. But at the end of the book, it was like talking about religion it was basically trying to say, 
um, had like these equations to, uh, to try to say that um, you can prove that, that I guess the probability of um, whether or not you should believe in God and try to solve it, you know, mathematical. I can't remember the name of the um, equation, but it was like, okay, if 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 you um believe in God and nothing happens, then you know, then you don't have to worry about anything. But if you don't believe in God and um and you turn out that you're wrong, you're gonna go to like this internal damnation. And um but if you believe in God and you're right, you'll be able to go to heaven. So basically it was just saying that mathematically it's more risky not to believe in God than to believe in God. And that just seemed really, really spiritual. And I always and that kind of affected me because I already saw like a connection. I said, okay, wait wait a second. So just like um with everything else, what we think of as logical, I see I always have like a spiritual element connected to it too. And I always remember back in class that whenever you have like a um like a spiritual um, concept, they always try to form, prove it logically. Like uh, many time when somebody will have like, um, let's say an opinion. Like I remember back in um, college days, there'll always be an, an opinion about, let's uh, see, like whether or not you can learn languages. Some people say, you know, um, you, you can learn languages when you're young. You can't learn languages when you're young. And um, they always would, at first it would just be an opinion, like, you know, I believe that, you know, uh, you, can't, you can't learn languages after a certain age, it'll be spiritual. But then later on, when you get down to the end of the book, you'll have a whole bunch of arguments, we'll try to make it more logical. So you can go from more, you know, spiritual to, you know, more emotional, spiritual to logical. You can also go from logical to spiritual. Now, like, realize, you know what, every single thing that we do whether it's science or spirituality um why are you trying to be like a like like i try to deal like the science of the spirit or you're trying to be a straight up just some scientist you always have some energy of logic energy and spiritual energy so i realized that you know it's the same thing as electromagnetism it's something that i eventually eventually called potrologism which is that Anything that we do and um, anything that we say always has an uh, emotional component and logical component. So just realizing that, you know, um, kind of helped me to be um, a lot more open-minded. Um, you know what I mean? So it kind of helped me, like, um, develop, develop some things where it eventually became like identifying things like um with identity based logic and um and then like um like like idea then like using like um idea allergies ideas you're allergic to which basically just says that basically what, what i meant by that is just that i was able to open up my mind and realize you know what i got to be able to understand the spiritual stuff and the logical stuff and that was like my first step to um, give me that same type of focus where I can stop self-sabotaging myself and um, be able to uh, to move on to give myself that same focus 
um, that I had, you know, back when I had like a health problem. So uh, even though it wasn't like an extreme global disaster, nothing like that, it, it, it was something that gave me something that I can focus on so I can get back to that same mode I was when I was solving my problems when I was younger. So, yeah, so it was that. And then eventually I um, went through and then a lot of things started to change for the better um, when I started to learn about the science of um, how to stop asteroids, where I was able to go through and read in books like, okay, you have an asteroid getting ready to go through with, with Earth. If you can find some some object out there in space that can um, that can influence the gravity, which you don't need anything um, super super big, you can um, go through and, and just have something out there go next to the asteroid and move it. You can make some things happen with that. And this was was, was that type of thinking, that type of thinking that made me realize, okay okay maybe i can do this and it just it just gave me that sense that okay okay if anything happens when somebody says like oh, okay how you stop asteroids at least i'll be able to have an answer for them you know what i mean it's i'll be able to have an answer for them um back when it came like the stop of blackouts i came up with the concept of third grid and we could have all self-powered devices so we don't have to worry about blackouts okay it just was was that type of being able to focus on solving solutions to problems that kind of put me at that mindset where I was able to focus and not do these things to self-sabotage myself. So did that, did that, and the last thing is recently is um oh wow I gotta say like maybe like the maybe a year and a half or two years ago I was able to um, study some material and, and realize that if you want to have like like a you want to be able to dodge like something as powerful as a traveling black hole if you can the all the sun all the planets are tethered to the gravity of the sun so if you're able to move the sun you can move the planet so we can move the solar you can move the whole solar system so if you can move the whole solar system far enough you just have to collision course with a traveling black hole we'll be able to dodge it and just being able to come with that type of theory that type of framework just being able to at least at first have the answer that somebody asked me, how are we going to survive a traveling black hole? Instead of going from when I was um, younger, first doing this, and having no idea, I'm feeling completely powerless. Now I feel powerful. Now at least I have a plan. At least I have something that if I have any type of problems, I'll be able to solve it. And that's basically just what just, just what's one I, what's one I want to do, man. So I know it's long with it, but that's what's, that's just, you know, since this is a rough file, so... I'm just trying to figure out some type of way that an overall concept of it is of course I want to solve some global disasters but the first step of it is just to help people who overcame their problems who who now because after you solve your health problems when you're going through all these uh, emotional stuff as a kid is when you go through you kind of look around and figure out like now what like now what now what and if you solve your problem you know it's kind of like the old concept of you know you solved one problem now you got another problem now you, now your new problem is okay because everything is, is, has advantages disadvantages because now the disadvantage is that okay now what am i going to focus on because what helped help me deal with my um the um the health problems 
was in the um, the emotional rooms. I came with the health problems, always focusing on put my focus on finding solutions to solve my health problems. But you're still stuck with the emotional wounds that you had that when you were younger, when you had these health problems, and they're still with you, and they still can get triggered by things, and and sometimes it the anxiety and things gets to you, and sometimes you don't know how to how to face it. You know what I mean? So. That's basically the concept. So I just want people just to be able who solve their health problems, be able to. <laughs> I'm mean, not going to say people who solve their health problems, to be able to find that focus again and focus on solving problems, and keep themselves, and keep their mind right so they don't set into the emotional baggage and emotional pain. So. Especially what it's about. I know it's kind of rough. That's what the rough file is about. I think I have a pretty good idea so basically it's all about helping out adults try to focus their mind on new solutions okay i'm gonna write that down focus their mind on new solutions if i can find a pen we can make this work because i do not want to forget it and i got my phone right here over a balcony and i do not want to drop it so let's do it so it's basically adults adults Focus on solving problems to deal with emotional stress. To deal with, to deal with, to deal with emotional stress. Deal with the most stress. So, so yeah, man. So, anyways, example of a rough file, man. Um, so, I'm making sure to make some things happen, trying to come up with the what exactly the target audience is. And yeah, man. Anyway, you guys stay cool out there. You know what I'm saying? In peace.